0: Every once in a while, I'll call my sister on the phone and say, Sissy, I need a pep talk. Sometimes she'll call me and say the exact same thing. This actually happens probably more often than I'd like to admit. I'd say at least on like a weekly basis. Sometimes we physically stop in the middle of our day and feel like we can't move forward until we hear someone speak some encouragement or some words of life to us. So that's what I'm here for today. If you're facing something hard, I am here to tell you, you were made for hard things. You're listening to Work and Play with Nancy Ray, Episode 7. Much of our daily lives can be divided into two categories, work and play. Simply put, that is where our life and our legacy take place. This is a podcast all about learning to work and play well which leads to a healthy soul and a fulfilling life. Let's dive in. Okay, I'm going to open this podcast with stating the absolute obvious. Life is hard. I was on the phone with my sister just yesterday and like I said, she called me and was like, "Hey, I need a pep talk." And I was like, "Hey, great. I need a pep talk too because life is just hard." And we just started talking about how man it's like just tiring doing all the adult things. It's tiring when relationships are hard. Um, one of the things she said, she said, I'm just tired of working out all the time and eating really well just to be healthy, to be normal and to be healthy. It takes a lot of hard work. I was telling her, I'm so tired of all the clutter influx that just constantly comes into the house. There's toys constantly coming in. There's new clothes constantly coming in. Everything is always piling up and everything always needs to be cleaned out. It's never ending. My job decluttering my house is never ending. And then we've got planning for the kids, scheduling all of our things, our holidays, our fun times, our date nights. For me, planning and scheduling for work, um, all of the weddings, the sessions, everything, they're never ending emails. So emails just never, ever end. I actually was so excited. I was like, I'm getting, you know, really good at getting my inbox down to 50 today. This was me like a couple days ago. And I sent out an email broadcast to my entire list. And then here comes an influx of 40 new emails in the matter of five minutes. And I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I can't, I felt like I was making traction in my inbox and then all these new emails come in. And so I just, it's like, you know, you take three steps forward and then it seems like four steps back sometimes. And don't even get me started on taxes. Like I, yeah, taxes, I just so much stress, so much planning, so much stuff. I mean, I know it comes around every year. We, we pay taxes. We plan to pay our taxes, but for whatever reason, Gathering all of the bookkeeping things and all of the receipts and all of the payroll stubs, everything that we need to submit to our accountant is just tiring. It's just hard. And then there's the little things like the dishwasher always needs to be unloaded right when there's a pile full of dirty dishes in the sink that also need to be loaded. It's like, why is the dishwasher always have to be unloaded at the most inopportune times? I have no idea. Um, it just, all of these life things. They're they're constantly happening, right? And my husband's favorite phrase, he's so funny. He he goes around and he always says the phrase, Ain't nothing easy. Ain't nothing easy because we've been kind of doing repairs and little remodels to our house since our big remodel last summer. We bought a foreclosure and it's just needed a lot of work, but my husband wanted to do a lot of the littler projects himself. So We've saved changing out all the light fixtures and the ceiling fans and the doorknobs and the hinges, all of that stuff for him. And he's slowly been doing it over the course of the last year. And when my littlest was just two weeks old or so, I think he was like two or three weeks old, um, my husband decided to change out our ceiling fan um one night at like eleven PM. So I'm nursing the baby in the bed. He's doing all the ceiling fan work. And seriously, he's so careful. He disconnects the power to our room so that he doesn't get electrocuted. He dismantles the whole thing. He's so careful. He's on the stepladder. He's lowering it down, and he brings it down to about, you know, he's holding onto it about a foot or so above the ground, and something slips, and he drops it. And this isn't just a ceiling fan. It's It's like an old, antique, gold and brown ceiling fan with this big, gaudy glass bulb on it. And the glass bulb that's like the size of my head just shatters all on the floor of our bedroom. And he literally just takes a deep breath and he goes, ain't nothing easy. (laughs) And I just couldn't help but laugh. I was like, babe, I'm so sorry. But that's life, right? Like, it's hard. Just things are always going to be thrown at us that are hard. And there's things that aren't as trite as all of these kind of first world problems that I'm talking about. Like, if I'm honest, these things are total first world problems, like unloading the dishwasher. Come on, we have a dishwasher. Like, let's be thankful for that. Breaking a ceiling fan, we have a ceiling fan. We have air conditioning. These are things that we should be grateful for. But, you know, piling up all of the stressful things that happen in our day-to-day lives, first world problems... It can be frustrating and hard, right? But life is hard, not just in these first world problem waves. Life is hard in a lot of bigger ways too. Like the fact that I walked through my parents getting a divorce when I was in high school and it really wrecked me and it came at a really hard time in my life. And then we had to walk through the same thing again with Will's parents when we were newlyweds and how now we have to try to teach our children why all of their grandparents aren't together and why our mommies and daddies aren't living together. And so navigating that is kind of tricky. And, you know, we've had a few friends in our lives recently whose marriages are just hanging on by a thread. And there are several couples in our lives that we love dearly. But man, that's really hard. It's really hard when their marriages seem to be falling apart and we don't know if they're going to make it or not. You know, it's hard when one of my very best friends has been struggling with infertility for four or five years now, and I've had three babies in that time, and I wrestle with that a lot, and I don't know how to love her well all the time, and that's hard. And she's not the only friend. She's the one that comes to mind right now, but there have been a handful of friends who have walked that road, and another one of my friends um, carried her baby almost full term just to say goodbye. Goodbye to that sweet baby. Um, He passed away and went to heaven just moments after she had him. And you know, there's just, there's stuff in life that is hard. It's really hard. And you know, as I'm kind of wrestling with this phrase that I want to speak to you today, right? You were made for hard things. I, I kind of needed to take some steps back and say, yeah, that's, that can be like a feel-good phrase. Like, come on, you can do this. You were made for hard things. But I really started thinking about, like, were we really made for that? Like kind of wrestling with the very beginning of time when God made us, when God made Adam and Eve, when he made humanity, were we really made for hard things or were we made in a perfect world? And Adam and Eve were perfect, and we are in perfect relationship with him. And we aren't, weren't actually made for hard things; we were made for things to be perfect. But then we messed it up with our sin. And I'm here to tell you today: I don't. I'm not a theologian. I'm not here to give you the perfect answer. But these are some things that I've kind of thought about and wrestled with as I want to speak these things to you today. Number one, God is omniscient. He know that means he knows everything. He knew that he created a perfect, beautiful world and created us perfect to have a relationship with him. But he also knew that we were going to mess up and that the world and his people he created were going to mess up. And so he knew all of that. So when I think about where we made, were we really made for hard things. Yeah. Like when he made us, he knew that all of this was going to happen. He knew that our bodies were going to be exposed to sin, that we were going to mess up, that we were going to disobey, that we were going to kind of wreck the whole perfect situation that He created for us. And I think that He made us with that in mind. You know, even when we get sick or we scrape a knee or my kid falls off her bike, like I'm always kind of amazed at how our bodies heal and how we were kind of made to heal. So we were made— in the way to be able to handle those hard things and injuries and sicknesses and illnesses that come our way. And what about Jesus? The second thing I was thinking about when kind of looking at the Bible and scripture, like was Jesus perfectly man, perfectly God? Was he made for hard things? Yeah. Even though Jesus was God's son, he was, he was human. He felt the, the, things that we deal with, the burdens. Um, he felt them while he walked this earth. His name was a man of sorrows, a man of suffering. Hebrews 5, 8 says, even though that Jesus was God's son, he learned obedience from the things that he suffered. And we too should should do the same. We need to learn that obedience from, from suffering. We were made for hard things. We were made to learn obedience from the things that we suffer and walk through. And I think about this song that's one of my favorite Christmas songs. It's not actually like a Christmas song or Christmas carol, but I play it every year at Christmas, and it's by Shane and Shane, and the name of the song is Born to Die. And if you think about Jesus, He literally was born to die. He was born to suffer and die and take on our sins for us so that we could be made right with Him. And if that doesn't say He was made for hard things, I don't know what does. He literally was made. He was born to die. And the third thing I was thinking about, kind of looking at it from a biblical perspective or this view of scripture, is ultimately when you look at the whole story, right, the whole story from Genesis to Revelation, the whole story of the gospel, we were made for victory. We weren't made for things to be easy. We were made for victory. And if you think about the word victory, you don't think of victory coming easily, right? I think of victory as like victory in a battle. You have to fight for the victory. You have to go through some hard things to get to victory. I think about physical challenges on this earth that are extremely hard. Cancer survivors, if they are victorious over cancer, they have to go through some hard things to beat it. I think about My own life and how one of the hardest things I did because I was not athletic at all. And I know you athletes out there are probably going to be like, oh, come on, Nancy. But one of the hardest things that I've done physically is run a half marathon. It's really taxing on my body. And tr- but I think about all of the training that I had to do to get there. And when I crossed the finish line and was awarded that medal, that was victory, right? But I had to overcome months and months of training in a very weak body to get to that place of victory. And when I birthed my children, hands down, the hardest thing I've ever done physically in this life, um, this was something I said to myself all the time, Nancy, you were made for hard things. You were made for this. You were made to go through this really, really hard thing to get to the other side. And the other side, of course, is a beautiful baby, and it's worth it. The reward is so great. But, but that's victory, right? You don't get to victory by being given a free pass. That's not, there's nothing victorious about that. Victory implies that you've overcome struggles and hardships to get there. So God is omniscient and he knows everything. So he knew when he made us, he was making us for hard things. He made Jesus to face the impossibly hard things. He made us for victory. Looking at the entire story, he made us for victory. So from the really big stuff, the heavy stuff in life to the small stuff, like when you drop a ceiling fan on your floor and you say, ain't nothing easy, Everything in life comes with hard things. But the thing is, the more we can embrace that fact, the better for us. Sometimes we just need a pep talk or an older or wiser friend to say, Hey, guess what? Life is going to be hard. Don't be surprised by that. It's okay. It's part of this life. And guess what? You were made for that. You can overcome it. And that is where victory is. Walking through the hard things. One of my favorite things about these phone calls with my sister, where we're wanting to give each other pep talks on a weekly basis is simply the fact that we can say, you know what? Me too. Like I'm having a hard day too. Or maybe I'm having a really good day. She's having a hard day. And I say, listen, here's a few things you can do or vice versa. When I come to her in tears, I'm like, I need a pep talk. I I need some help. She's like, here are three things that you can try to do today. Or maybe she doesn't say anything at all. Sometimes she just says, I understand, and that's enough, right? So today, I just want you to know you're not alone in life. If you feel like it's a hard day, you're not alone. Maybe you need to come back to this episode weeks down the road. Maybe it's something you'll refer back to time and time again, just to listen to me say, you were made for hard things. You can do this. You can overcome it. You're not alone. Theodore Roosevelt said, nothing worth having comes easy right? Nothing worth having comes easy. Sometimes I think about, it's not just physically hard things, right? Sometimes our hardest things that we face on a day-to-day basis are mentally hard. Like when one of my team members is struggling in an area or is unhappy with me or some situation and work. And yes, I have an amazing team, but yes, we deal with struggles all the time because we're people and we're trying to learn together and work well together and serve each other well. But when that happens, that takes up mental space. For me as their leader, I'm like, I I want to fix this thing. What This is hard, right? It's hard to navigate these things. Same thing when my husband and I are kind of off or I'm talking to Will about some issue or some something I'm going through and We're just not a hundred percent like on the same page. That's hard because mentally I have to make my mind up. Like I've, we got to talk this thing through. Like I can let this lie and I can kind of simmer in my anger and just kind of stuff it away, or I can do the hard thing and bring it up and address it and talk it all the way out. And that's hard. And that takes up mental real estate, right? It's hard. But here's the thing. Challenges are inevitable, whether they're relationship or physical or, Whatever it is you're facing today, maybe it's just like a scheduling challenge that you cannot figure out. I don't know, but they're inevitable. So when you're faced with something difficult, you have the choice to either overcome it or allow it to overcome you. James 1, 2 through 4 says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. The sooner we lean into that on a daily basis and don't resist it, the sooner our attitudes will change and the sooner our lives and our character and everyone around us for that matter will be better for it. So there's one illustration that I kind of want to close out my thoughts with. The way I see it is that you can either be a cow or a buffalo. Now, let me explain what that means. In the Midwest, when cows are out grazing in their field and they see a storm coming on the horizon, they do naturally what a lot of animals do. They kind of look around and figure out where the storm's coming from. And they decide as the storm is approaching to run the other direction. They're like, I'm out of here. I see this hard thing coming up over the hill. Let's run from it. Let's go. But here's what ends up happening. They end up running with the storm. The storm is coming up behind them. It overcomes them and actually hovers over them as they're running. And it enhances the pain and frustration that the cows were fearing anyway. And it ends up wearing them out. They're just being worn slam out by their own choice to run away from the hard thing because it's catching up to them anyway. But the buffalo do something entirely different. The buffalo see the storm coming up over the horizon. They turn around, face the storm, and run directly into it. They charge directly into the storm, unafraid of the hard thing, knowing that if they run straight into it and run straight through it, it's actually going to pass over them, and they'll be on the other side of the storm faster. So who really ends up winning, the cow or the buffalo? The buffalo every time. The buffalo, unafraid of the hard thing, runs straight into it, and it bypasses them all the quicker. And that's my encouragement to you today. Don't be, off, don't be afraid of that hard thing that's facing you. If you see it on the horizon, turn, address it, run directly into it, be the buffalo. So here's my pep talk for you today. You ready? You were made for victory. The word victory implies that you have to overcome something. Easy victories aren't really all that victorious. You weren't made for easy. You were made for hard things and for victory on the other side of those hard things. You're capable of more than you think. We all are. Really, the only limitations of what we can or can't do or can or can't handle comes from our own minds. So today, lift those limitations off by rolling up your sleeves and doing the hard thing in front of you. You can handle it. You can run into the storm. You were made to be the buffalo. Thanks for listening to episode seven of Work and Play with Nancy Ray. I'd love to close this episode with a quote from Theodore Roosevelt. Nothing in the world is worth having or worth doing unless it means effort, pain, difficulty. I've never in my life envied a human being who led an easy life. I have envied a great many people who led difficult lives and led them well. Friend, life is hard. We are human and no matter how much money you have or what your status is, none of us are immune to hardships. But I want you to know you were made for hard things. As a reminder, you can find show notes for every episode at nancyray.com slash podcast slash the episode number. So today you can find them at nancyray.com slash podcast slash seven. You can find me at nancyray.com or follow me at nancyray on Instagram or Facebook almost daily. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.